From the Indiana Daily Student in Bloomington, this is Posted, a guide to the week's top stories. Today is March 8th. I'm Lydia Gerke. And I'm Jacob DeCastro. Today we'll be talking about IU women's basketball, the renaming of the IU School of Public and Environmental Affairs, and the lineup for WIUX's Culture Shock Music Festival. And later we'll be talking to men's basketball reporter Cameron Drummond about the team's NCAA tournament hopes. Junior guard Allie Papperg knocked in a free throw with less than 25 seconds left in the game against Minnesota Thursday night, turned toward the half-court line inside Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and gave junior forward Brenna Wise a high five. It was a moment for the two to embrace what would soon close out to be a 66-58 win over Minnesota in the second round of the Big Ten Tournament in Indianapolis. Not only was it a key win in terms of NCAA tournament hopes for the IU women's basketball team, but it was also another example of what Pat Berg and Wise have brought to the team this season. IU School of Public and Environmental Affairs, commonly referred to as SPIA, has been renamed after former Secretary of the U.S. Treasury Paul H. O'Neill in honor of his career and a $30 million gift to the school. The school, now known as the Paul H. O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs, was ranked the top public affairs graduate program by U.S. News & World Report in 2018. Because of the gift, it will start the Paul H. O'Neill Center on Leadership and Public Service, a Dean's Initiatives Fund, a scholarship program, a fellowship program, and a variety of new professor and faculty positions, according to an IE press release. The 33rd Annual Culture Shock Music Festival, hosted by WIUX, will take place April 20th at Dunmeadow. Saba, a Chicago-born rapper whose music is a fusion of hip-hop and jazz influences, is set to headline the festival. Saba first gained widespread attention after appearing on Chance the Rapper's Acid Rap Mixtape on the track Everybody's Something. Saba and Chance performed the track on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert in 2015. Saba also performed an NPR Tiny Desk concert in October 2018. Other acts to perform include La 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 La, the musical project by singer-songwriter Lily West and Black Belt Eagle Scout, another project by a solo artist, Catherine Paul. Shade, a pop trio based in Washington, D.C., will perform right before Saba. Today we are talking with reporter Cameron Drummond about the men's basketball team's three-game win streak, its 18-point win Thursday night against Illinois, and its tournament hopes. Thanks for being with us, Cam. Pleasure to be on. So where does the team stand right now? So right now, Hoosiers are 16 and 14 overall with a 7 and 12 mark in Big Ten games. It's really remarkable just kind of how the three-game winning streak has changed things because this went from a team that lost by 21 at Minnesota, looked down, defeated, out of energy and out of ideas, to one of the more dangerous teams in the Big Ten kind of leading in to next week's conference tournament. There's there's a couple teams, Penn State's one of them, Rutgers is one of them as well, kind of in the bottom half of the conference that has some momentum going into the tournament. But kind of the consensus idea is that Indiana is – one of the kind of sleeper picks to make it to maybe the third or fourth rounds of the tournament just based on the way they've kind of gelled together the past three games. And as far as their NCAA tournament hopes go, it's probably going to require at least one or two wins in Chicago to make the Hoosiers make that leap into the big dance. So earlier this season, they had some pretty ugly losing streaks, to say the least. What has changed for the team? 
You know, it's interesting. No one's kind of really revealed the secrets. Everyone's kind of kept their cards pretty close, pretty close to their chest. But something that Archie Miller and uh, senior forward Juan Morgan have talked about in discussions with the media is just a change of mindset in practice. They've mentioned that ever since the Minnesota loss, even while the team was still losing close games to Iowa and Purdue, they just completely changed the attitude in the way that they approached practice. They kind of simulated game situations a bit more, and there was just a lot more of a hunger and a competitive drive, whether it was the red team's scrimmaging against the white team and not wanting to lose two or three games in a row. Uh, they have a punishment after practice where basically the losing team has to kind of like, you know, run sprints across the gym. And from all indications, those games just became more competitive and they kind of translated into the successful late game execution you saw in home wins against Wisconsin and Michigan State. Um, it's also a part of it is just shooting and just kind of getting out of the slump. I mean, losing 12 or 13, Indiana was kind of due for a win, but it's just the ability to kind of replicate that for three consecutive wins that's been really the most encouraging thing about this Indiana team from a consistency standpoint what does the team have to do from now to make it into the tournament they got just win uh, Indiana's got the quality wins on the resume a couple over Michigan State early season one against Marquette and some nice non-conference victory sprinkled in but they just need quantity of wins so they need to finish out the season with a home win uh, over Rutgers on senior day that's almost a formality and then in the Big Ten tournament they need to win at least one or two games uh, they've had some bad losses earlier this year the teams like Ohio State Minnesota Iowa twice if Indiana can avenge one of those losses in the first round of the Big Ten tournament that puts them right on the bubble and it's basically a coin flip to whether they get into the NCAA tournament if they want to win two or three games in Chicago at the Big Ten tournament then they're probably a lot safer in the field but Either way, it's probably going to come down to Selection Sunday, and it's probably going to cause a lot of Hoosier fans to you know, kind of have a quickened pulse and a quickened heart rate when they're looking to see if uh, Indiana's name pops up in the bracket reveal. What do you think the chances are for that? I think if, if Indiana can continue its consistent play, they'll be in the tournament. I've kind of had a feeling ever since the Wisconsin game that something just kind of clicked with this team. I don't even think they necessarily need 20 wins like most people think. I think 18 or 19 wins, and being Indiana helps them in the tournament discussion. Having players like Juwan Morgan and Romeo Langford being the brand name that's going to put a bunch of fans in the seats at whatever NCAA tournament venue they get shipped away to, I think they'll make the tournament. I'll give it a 75% chance, but they got to keep winning for that to happen. Okay, we're going to hold you to that one. Thank you for being with us today, Cam. Really appreciate it. Of course. That's it for us on today's episode of Posted. There won't be a new episode next week because of spring break. We'll return on March 22nd. Follow us throughout the week at IDSnews.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at IDSnews. This week's stories were reported by Dylan Wallace, Abby Malala, Lexi Haskell, and Cameron Drummond. Our music is by Matthew Waterman. I'm Lydia Gerke. And I'm Jacob DiCastro. Thanks for joining us.